eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to Podcast One. We hope you'll support our sponsors who bring you these podcasts absolutely free and with limited interruptions. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this show, which will get started in just a second. Since 1983, Eddie Trunk has been the voice for fans of rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. A best-selling author, host of TV's That Metal Show, and seven national radio shows, including Trunk Nation, daily on Sirius XM. Interesting. Eddie offers the world his news-making interviews, passionate analysis, honest commentary, and who knows what else. So welcome to the Eddie Trunk Podcast. episode of the Eddie Trunk Podcast has arrived. Free as always, podcast1.com and iTunes. Thank you for listening and downloading and hope you enjoyed last week's podcast once again from the Monsters of Rock Cruise. We had a great double dip last week with King's X and Queensryche. A lot of great reaction to that one and of course still remembering and reminiscing about the great Monsters of Rock Cruise and how much fun we had on that getting ready for next year's It'll be here before you know it. Before that, though, the Mega Cruise is coming up, which features Megadeth. I'll be on that one as well, doing some broadcasts and hosting, and that'll be going out of Los Angeles in October. Lots going on, as usual. Best way to keep up with everything I've got going on is at eddytrunk.com, right on the homepage. All of my appearances are listed, and there's music news there. There's a lot to catch up on. Uh, We update that music news for you every hour, every day. All the artists and things you would care about all in one convenient spot. Be sure to follow me on Twitter as well, at Eddie Trunk. Twitter is where I am most active and keep you up to the second with info and updates. There's also an Instagram, Twitter. Uh, there's also <laughs> there's a Twitter. There's an Instagram, at Eddie Trunk. There's a Facebook fan page, at Eddie Trunk. And there is, of course, like I said, eddietrunk.com, the official online home. And as usual, all the interviews you hear on the Eddie Trunk podcast originate on my daily Sirius XM radio show, which is called Trunk Nation. It airs live Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time on Sirius XM channel 106 volume. And it replays every night, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Full shows and interviews available anytime you want as well on the Sirius XM app. If you live in the U.S. or Canada and you are already not on board with the daily show on volume, please look into it. You will love it. We talk rock each and every day and include you in the conversation. Here on the podcast each week, just a little sampling of some of the things that we do on a regular basis. And this week, I am going to bring you an interview from Jesse James Dupree, who is the lead singer of the band Jackal. Jesse dropped in on my radio show a couple weeks ago. He's making the rounds on tour with Jackal. 
Uh, Jackal is a band that is a, more of a regional thing. In certain pockets of the country, in the U.S., they do exceptionally well. And in other areas, as Jesse kind of touches on, they still sort of struggle to find an audience, but they still come and play in some of these clubs and places. I got to tell you, if you haven't seen Jackal in a while, they are an amazingly great live band. Really refreshing, too, in this day and age of so many bands that I rant and rave about playing to tracks and not playing truly live and fake vocals and all this stuff. Jackal is as real as it gets, and it really is a great, raw, fun, live rock and roll show. Jesse James Dupree, one of the great front men we have out there, really. And if you haven't seen him in a while, do so, because it's really, really good. Look forward to seeing Jackal when they play Rocklahoma, where they do really well and play a lot. They've played a lot of gigs at Rocklahoma over the years, and I look forward to being out there and uh, hosting Rocklahoma again Memorial Weekend and prior with all the great bands performing and Jackal being one of them who will perform on the Sunday night. So Jesse came by, and as he always does when he comes through New York, we, you know, he just comes in and we just we just shoot the breeze, man. We, there's really no agenda. We just get talking and see where the conversation goes and what comes up. And the conversation you're about to hear went for about an hour and 15 minutes straight. We talk about Jesse's bourbon. We talk about music. We talk about Brian Johnson. There's a lot of talk towards the end of the interview about Brian Johnson, who Jesse is a close friend with. Now, obviously, Jesse wasn't going to reveal anything or show his hand about what ACDC may or may not be doing, but he does tell some great stories about Brian Johnson. It was uh, a guy I also know who I absolutely love. I think he's one of the best guys you could ever meet and truly the real deal. But it's great to get some perspective from uh, Jesse because Brian Johnson performed on a couple Jackal tunes over the years with Jesse as well. So that's a fun part of the conversation. We talk about chainsaws. We talk about all sorts of great stuff. It's a pretty long interview, so we're going to get to it uh, very quickly here with Jesse James Dupree. You will love this. We have a great talk about a lot of stuff, and it's a wide-ranging conversation. It's coming up in a matter of minutes here on the Eddie Trunk Podcast. A couple other things from me. I'm going to be, uh, let's see, at the time you hear this, let me do the math on this because I'm recording this a little bit ahead of when you actually will hear it. So, yeah, so at the time you hear this podcast, I will have done a Motley Crew special from the Rainbow in L.A. for my SiriusXM show, and we'll have attended the premiere and the premiere party for Motley Crue's film, The Dirt. And, of course, that film, if you're listening on post day, hits everywhere starting tomorrow on Netflix. So maybe as soon as next week or the week after, I'll be able to bring you my special with Nikki Six and Tommy Lee of Motley Crue, plus some cast members from The Dirt movie, which will have had happened two days ago if you're listening to this on post day. So if you, again, there's a perfect example. If you have Sirius XM, you probably already heard it and you heard it go down live and hopefully you enjoyed it. Maybe you were there. If you're in Southern California, uh, it is on demand right now on the Sirius XM app. But here on the podcast, I've got to give it a week or two before I can post it for everybody else to hear. So I'll get to that very, very soon. Uh, hopefully in a week or so, be able to bring you that interview with Nikki and Tommy and whoever other guests at the time that I'm doing this open, the event hasn't happened, but it's it was scheduled for what would be last Tuesday. If that makes sense for you uh, as far as when you're listening to this. So a lot of good stuff coming up. 
In addition to that, I'll be at Epicenter with Don and Jim in North Carolina. I already mentioned Rocklahoma, the Whitesnake Show in April at the Seminole Hard Rock in Hollywood. So many things in the works and still being uh, talked about. So the summer's getting here. It's getting busy. A lot of concerts, a lot of appearances, a lot of remote broadcasts. Just keep an eye on those social media outlets I mentioned, especially Twitter, at Eddie Trunk, where I keep everybody up to the second updated and all the info there. Uh, let us get a break and come back and get into a extensive interview with Jesse James Dupree, who is my guest from Jackal, on this week's Eddie Trunk Podcast. Coming up next. The Eddie Trunk Podcast. Every car comes with its uh, share of stories. You know that, right? That ding in your bumper when you nervously picked up a first date. The luxury package you got after that big promotion. Or the mileage you save by riding your bike all summer. While you can't put a price tag on your stories, now with True Car, you can at least find out what your car's worth when it's time to sell or trade it in. Just go to True Car, simply enter your license plate number, and watch how your car details pop up. Then answer a few questions. Navigation and moonroof, watch as they bump up your value. High mileage, you already knew it was going to cost you, right? But now you know how much it dings your wallet so you can plan ahead. Once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent in minutes, which you can take to a local certified dealer to cash out or trade in. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True Car cash offer, not available in all areas. March Madness is upon us, and Dan Patrick has you covered. Uh, I, I probably wouldn't do the hat because I don't want to. I don't want to mess up the hair. Join Dan and the Danettes as they keep up with every twist and turn in the NCAA tournament on the Dan Patrick Show. Every day, hear the hottest takes and the biggest celebrity interviews from the world of sports and entertainment. It's as cocky and confident as Baker Mayfield is. Don't miss the madness on the Dan Patrick Show right here on Podcast One. Hey, if you guys like my show, you're going to love the Dan Abrams podcast on Podcast One. Join the renowned lawyer and host of SiriusXM's POTUS 124 as he analyzes the biggest news stories of the day from a legal perspective with a panel of experts, one-on-one interviews with top newsmakers, and listener phone calls. Download the Dan Abrams podcast every week on Podcast One. This is the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. This is Eddie Trunk, and thanks for listening to the Eddie Trunk Podcast. And now let's get to our interview. Jesse James Dupree of Jackal. I set it up earlier, so let's get right to it. Enjoy. It seems like inevitably the last few times I see him and have seen him, I walk away with gasoline on my sneakers, and I always know I was at a jackal show when I have wood shavings and gasoline all over my clothes and sneakers, and that just happened at Rocklahoma. He is my good buddy, Mr. Jesse James Dupree. How are you, brother? What up, Mr. Truck? I'm still trying to get that gasoline off my sneakers, man. Well, you know what? That's, that's, you know, that's, 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 you're, you're, you have now been cleansed. That's the jackal. That's the jackal. Bap- that's the jackal baptism. Some some sawdust, some gasoline, and some bourbon, and you know you were at a jackal show. Yeah, it's all rock and roll, right? You know, it's, <laughs> it's that 
smell of two and one oil and gasoline in there. That's that's the hive this new millennium that we're in. <laughs> How you doing, man? Everything good? Yeah, yeah, it's good. You know, you go. You, I think about it, and I, 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 it brings a smile on my face every time when I know I'm going to see you guys and, and you get to watch you play. And I, I watch you go out there, man, and and it's amazing because you and I will talk in this in the wings of a stage, and you'll just be as as calm as all hell and just kind of hanging out, talking. We're shooting the shit, and then boom, you, that first song kicks in, and you run out that stage, and you become this whole other lunatic out there is that just does that music and crowd just bring that out of you or how the hell do you flip that switch like that every night man well i mean when you step out and when you step out in front of you know thirty thousand people it's impossible not to just have that adrenaline rush through you you know and um i mean we don't take it for granted i mean we've been you know jackal's 25 year anniversary this year and i mean every single night for us is madison square gardens and and again, we've, we've been, uh, you know, we, we, over the years, I mean, obviously, you know, we've never been the critic's choice. I mean, you know, we're just a blue collar rock and roll band. I mean, you either get it or you don't. And as I've told you before, the people that get it, they come out, they have a good time. They, they're not coming out to see the show. They're coming out to be part of the show. And the people that don't get it, well, I generally find those are the same people that have a hard time admitting that they masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully for you. Know, it, 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 yeah, to answer your question, you know, I mean, it, it's it's just, what a blast, and you know, in, in in those events like you you and I are fortunate enough to get to go to, like the Rocklahomas and the you know all those big festivals and stuff. I mean, it's those are parties, man. A big party. Those people, you know, they they spend their their vacation time to come out there and do that. So I mean, it's it's time to throw down and deliver. In your twenty five years of touring with Jackal since the band and the band is celebrating twenty five years, have you ever had? I imagine you've had nights where you've been out there on the road and you just can't. Like it's tough to flip that switch. Maybe you're sick, or you're not feeling it, or you're not you're not really into it. I mean, have you had nights like that, and where you, you just really couldn't you couldn't get you were kind of in a funk out there, or does it always just kind of the crowd always just drive you to be that guy? You know, I mean, I, I, I don't feel like you know I don't feel like that we've ever not pulled it together to be able to deliver the same caliber of a show. I mean, there are. There are times whenever there are times if you you know get a little bit of a bug or a cold or whatever, but you know as hard as I sing, I generally by the second song it's blue completely out of me. <laughs> so, and uh, and as hard as we sweat, I mean if you got a fever, it's gone too. So yeah, we got to give a shout out to the rest of the guys in the band because it's such a killer band. Of course, Jeff Worley and Chris Worley and Roman Glick. I mean the whole band just it it's real, it's raw, it's live. It is just you cannot not feel like swigging some Jack or actually I take that back. Some of your, your own bourbon, uh, which is uh, so great and, and having a good time out there. Uh, let me ask you, man, looking back 25 years, which you're celebrating right now, did you ever envision when this band was signed to Geffen back in 1992 and released that first album? Did you ever envision this would go that long? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I did. I mean, you know, I mean, we, uh, you know, we've all, the band is, we get along great. I mean, you know, we, we hear so many other horror stories of other bands and the dynamics within the bands and, and, you know, and the little, you know, the rubs and all that stuff that goes on and the, you know, breakups and back togethers and all that stuff. And, and, and it's a head scratcher to us because we've, you know, we knock on wood, you know, we've not had those issues and, uh, and, you know, we are, you know, we are brothers with each other and, and, and we, you know, even when we got a chance to get away from each other, we don't, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, and you know, the guys, 
the guys are uh, it, it, the band is more lethal lethal than ever. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm enjoying hit the stage more than ever, and uh, just um, there's just a group we've hit, and uh, and it's not just a group with each other. It is a group with the crowds that are coming out. I mean, uh, I don't know. It's just it's it's a good thing. And uh, 25 years it's, it's gone by in the blink of an eye. Did you did you get a chance to read the little insert? Because I just did a little stream of conscience that I wrote. And I put on the on the insert of the new twenty five the Jackal twenty five CD that's out. And uh, uh, did you get a chance to read that? I'm looking at I'm looking at well I've got the pullout right now right in front of me which is the cool little poster here. But um, I don't see I don't see any insert though. I don't see anything unless I'm missing it because I've got the the pullout in my hand right now. But you've got. Jackal, 25 years, Guinness World Record holder, 21 shows, 24 hours. But I don't see anything yeah, no, that you wrote. Flip it over on the back. What's on the back of it? Or, or maybe it's on the CD. But I don't have the CD package in front of me. Maybe it's on the in the actual CD sleeve itself. Yeah, because I'm looking at the CD. And, oh, yeah, I've got it right. Uh, oh, yeah, I've got it right here. Discuss the 25 years of Jackal. Is that your? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, on the inside yeah, jacket. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I didn't get a chance to read it, but I see it now. Yeah, if you get a chance, to read that because I mean, it, I just did a little stream of conscious and just kind of just touched on the highlights. I mean, if you just peruse over it, you know, it's been a fruitful career, man. It's been a, I mean, just a, a, just one hell of a ride, and and that was just again, I just sat down and wrote that, you know, and I mean, to all the any naysayers or detractors of what we're about or what we do, I mean, we're just a celebration of the fundamentals of rock and roll and. And uh, two guitar, bass, and drums, chainsaw, if you will, and we just we attack it every night. You know, I've had people say, you know, you ever get tired of doing the chainsaw? You know, it's like, well, does does Angus get tired of wearing his schoolboy outfit at night, or does Kiss get tired of wearing their makeup, or does uh, Iron Maiden get tired of carrying Eddie around? I mean, it's just a rock and roll thing you do, and it's who you are, and and you, and, you, and you're you're fortunate to be able to have something that people connect with. Yeah, I'm reading through some. I'm reading through what you. Uh what you wrote here and it is great it touches on all the things throughout the the 25 years remind everybody about the guinness world records you have two guinness world records yeah we did 100 shows in 50 days and then we (laughs) did 21 shows in a 24-hour period you know where we we set up at a radio station down in texas and they would bring an audience in and we would play for 30 minutes and then it'd be 15 minutes to change the audience out and then we'd play and play again but we did 21 shows in 24 hours and I, I sang my ass off about the first seventeen of them, <laughs> and then and then after that, I started getting getting a little wore the hell out, you know. And people may forget uh, and have forgotten about you guys played Woodstock in '94. Yeah, Woodstock '94, and uh, you know, and, and we were, you know, there was actually like, you know, uh, there was a, a bunch of you know big magazines that were out that you know that we got really great placements in from our show and. And on late night television, you know, David Letterman and stuff was showing clips of the Jackal that would, you know, I think he said, all was not peaceful at Woodstock today. And then they showed, <laughs> you know, I get, get Eddie, uh, you know, how the Gibson guitars comes and they'll set up those little, uh, those artist stations right backstage. And Gibson at Woodstock 94 had set up a little artist station with everybody. You could sit around and jam with each other and play the guitars. And there was a guy named Gypsy that worked for Gibson and I kind of knew him. And, and I went by and told you, I said, Gypsy, let me play this guitar during the show. And he goes, ah, I don't know. I said, come on, man, let me just take it down and play the damn guitar during the show. So he he says, okay. So I throw it to my guitar tech, and he takes it down, and he strings it up, puts a strap on it, and we go out, and we're playing She Loves My, you know, the, the love song. That you can got. say it here. And, uh, you can say anything you want here. 
your patient loves my cock. And, uh, and so, um, and I'm playing the guitar. Well, I, I dropped my pants down to my knees, and, and actually down to my ankles, and I picked the guitar up over my head, and I'm dancing around because there was a 40-foot square screen that I was being broadcast up on, and I didn't want to miss a chance for my penis to be 10-foot long. <laughs> and so, uh, so, so I, was able, I was able to dance around and look up on the screen at, at, you know, at, <laughs> at the flop stuff happening. So uh, I, anyway, I, uh, I, I get through with the song, and I bust the guitar up into pieces, and I threw it into the crowd. And then I dove into the crowd after and stuff. So then um, we get back up to the artist compound, and the guy from Gibson's going, hey, man, you know, where's that guitar at? And I said, I busted it up and threw it in the crowd. And he's kind of laughed, and he walked away. And he come back a few minutes later, and he goes, man, you busted that guitar up and threw it out in the crowd. I said, I told you I did. Goes, oh, man, they're going to be freaking out about that. You're going to pay for it. And I said, okay, I'll pay for it, whatever. And, uh, and then that night, it was all over the news, you know, and me busting the guitar up and stuff. And he called me back. He goes, man, People at corporate, Gibson corporate, they love it. They're, the guitars on TV, like every 30 minutes on headline news. He goes, no worries, you, you, can, you can have it. <laughs> so just, just crazy things like that. But, yeah, we, we had a great show at Woodstock 94 and, and, uh, and 100 shows in 50 days, 21 shows in 24 hours. Uh, what, what with Brian Johnson? What's the kid? Uh, Daryl from DMC. Yeah, I want to. I want to touch on that. But what's the? I'm looking through the poster here that comes in the CD. What was the cannon shot? I missed that. What is that? Well, I got shot out of the cannon in Sturgis for the TV show. I didn't see that. <laughs> oh wait, maybe I did. Now I do remember that. I do remember because you were very apprehensive about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I crawled down a 35-foot barrel, and they shot me in, out of a cannon <laughs> over the crowd's head into a net on the other side of the amphitheater. <laughs> I do remember that now, seeing that in full throttle. <laughs> how how, that, how does that wearing, feel? And I, and I was wearing an Evil Knievel suit. <laughs> so, uh, it, you know, my, I, was, I was 35 foot down a barrel. I'm looking up, looking up the barrel through that little bitty hole. And my butt was puckered like a bunny rabbit's nose, and uh, and and I, you know I went from zero to seventy five in about a fifth of a second, and uh, it was a trip, man. It was, it was uh, I can say I did it once. And so to be able to so to be shot out of a cannon, like what do they do? What what what's actually behind you besides the blast to like shield you from being burned or whatever? Like how do, how does it actually work from a technical standpoint? The guy that, the guy, the guy that named David Smith, he's the human cannonball. It was his cannon. He told me, he said, Jesse, he said, I'm going to bring you out there and do this. He goes, but one day you're going to be sitting around talking to a, a famous radio disc jockey, and you're gonna, he's going to ask you how that cannon works, and you've got to give me your word that you won't tell anybody, not oh. even him. And I said, so I gave him my word that I'd never share how that works, and uh, so you're out. Wow, I didn't know it was a closely guarded secret, but so so uh obviously there's some sort of like patented way that this thing works that ensures that you do not get hurt. Well no, no there's nothing that ensures you don't get hurt. So if you don't get to your back, you'll break your damn neck. But uh yeah, and he kept he kept telling me before I did it, you gotta get to your back, you'll break your neck. You gotta get to your back, you'll break your neck. And the only practice I had was they were they carried me up in a big bucket truck, big electric company bucket truck and the, and I was having to swan dive out of that thing over and over from about 40, 50 foot up in the air and, and, and flip to my back onto this big hard net that you land. Those, net, those nets are not safe, soft. And, uh, and if you go, if it's not safe, if you, if you uh, land head first, you can break your neck. But anyway, I, I did it. I only did it that one time. Uh, I don't really care to ever do it again. 
I mean, I'll catch a bullet with my teeth, teeth if uh, the camera's rolling, but I'm, I'm not wanting to do that. <laughs> and, you know, you've had a, a relationship and friendship with Brian Johnson of ACDC for a long time. He's popped up on the, the Jackal Records. You talked to Brian at all recently? Um, it's been a couple of months ago, and uh, he was racing in Atlanta because he still races his cars. He was racing in Atlanta, and he invited me to come hang out at the racetrack. I didn't get a chance. I was out of town. I didn't get a chance to do it, but... Uh, you know he's um he's, he's such an inspiration. You know, and I'm, I'm fingers still crossed for me that uh that he and uh, uh, Axel, I'm mean, not Axel, but he and uh, Angus uh, pull it together and, and and do some more touring. Yeah, he's such a wonderful guy, man. I love that guy, and I haven't talked to him since everything went down. But I'm I'm rooting for him, and I hope that that they do because it, you know he popped up on the internet. There was a clip of him over in England or something. He actually got up in a club and sang a little bit, and he sounded great and seemed to be doing great. So I'm, I'm, you know, I love that guy. We've had him. I've had him on my shows a couple times, and I, I wish him nothing but the best. I hope, I hope this all works itself out somewhere down the line. Yeah, no, he's a, what, again, what an inspiration, and just he's, a, you know, a lot of times you meet singers in bands or guitar player, whatever. You meet musicians and. You know, and you, you, you want to think that they're one way, and, and nine times out of ten, you kind of get a different impression when you actually get to know him. But he's he's one of those guys that he exceeds every. I mean, he's everything you'd want the lead singer of ACDC to be. I mean, just he's such a humble guy, and just but he's just he's he's nothing but rock, man. I love that guy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me ask you because we should mention and remind everybody that this is the 25th anniversary of the band Jackal. Jesse James Dupree is joining me now. And the album, there's an album to commemorate this, which is coming out this Friday, called 25 Years, 92 to 2017. And it's a it's a compilation record. Did you personally pick the tracks that you wanted to put on here to, to sum up the career up to this point? Uh, we, the band did. I mean, we just, we, we tried to pick a couple of tracks off every record so that every record was represented. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people fuss because, you, know, you know, this song is not on there and that song is not on there, but it's, it's just, it just kind of spans, you know, a lot of stuff that, you know, that, that we felt just, you know, the different flavors of what we do. And, and, uh, you know, we, we, we're proud of it and I think everybody will enjoy it. And, the- and, and we did, we did a version 20, 20 some odd years ago, 25 years ago, whenever the band first came out, everybody was saying, you know, they, they sound like ACDC meets Black Oak, Arkansas. And of course we knew ACDC, but to be honest with you, we weren't really that familiar with Black Oak, Arkansas. I knew who they were, but so we, 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 um, immersed ourselves in learning about Black Oak and we fell in love with the song hot and nasty. And so we, we cut that track about 20, some 22 years ago, hot and nasty, but we never released it. And we found the, the, all the basic tracks for it in the studio a couple of months ago. And so we finished it out and, and it, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a new, a new, ver, a new song for us that we put on this record. Yeah. That, and that's interesting because you're right. There were a lot of people when they first saw you come on the scene and how you sing in front of the band, it's like, wow, he's got a, definitely there's a Jim Dandy thing, Black Oak, Arkansas. But, and a lot of people said that about David Lee Roth too, when he first came on the scene, that, that it was definitely in the Jim Dandy sort of world. But that's interesting because you really didn't, that, that may have been the case. People may have felt that way about you, but that really wasn't an influence for you, right? What the Jim Dandy stuff? No, yeah. I mean, I, I, to be honest with you, I, I didn't really learn him until they, you know, they uh, they they compared us, you know. But um, I did my influence, in all honesty, was TV preachers, uh, wrestling, and uh, the, <laughs> you know, just that kind of thing. And the old the old 
you know, Showtime type blue singer, you know, soul singers like James Brown and and Wilson Pickett. I mean, I just I learned so much from you know from all from all those things. And and you laugh about TV preachers, but those guys know how to sell, and they they know how to sell themselves, and they just they're confident and and there's just you know that and wrestlers and just yeah, there's I just love people that that have got an energy about them, you know. And uh, and then then you look at the James Browns and the the, the the Wilson Pickett's and Joe Text and you know all those guys and it's just like you, you watch them perform and they're just they leave it on the stage man there's nothing they, you know they, they they don't hold back nothing. I can absolutely see where you're coming from with that, having seen you perform live so many times. That there's definitely that sort of you you know you're preaching you're preaching the rock and roll gospel to those people and 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 you do it so well. Uh, hey, one other thing I forgot to ask you, and I don't even know if this has been brought to your attention. Speaking of Rocklahoma. But a lot of people brought it up to me, but I did not see or hear it for myself because I didn't stay out there very long on on the stage after you played Rocklahoma. But were you aware that Sean from Seether was on stage basically roasting you guys during most of their set? I did. My road crew told me about it. Um, I, I uh, I rode in on my motorcycle from Kansas City. And uh, I was up there with Johnny, and I rode in uh, on my motorcycle 200-something miles. I came in, I was completely baked, and I, I basically came in, you know, put some aloe on me, and, and, and then I came out and hung out with you, and, you know, uh, we, we, and we did, I did Radio Row over there and stuff. But, but they, uh, you know, they came and told me that, that everything was pushed back and running late, and I didn't have nothing, you know, I didn't have, I didn't even ask why. You know, and then I think you and I talked about it. We're talking about you might have even been the one that told me a bird landed on a power transformer. Yeah, there, that's right. There, and, uh, there was a bird that took a bird landed on the, the a transformer out at Rocklahoma this year and took the power down for the, throughout the whole area for a little while until it was restored. So there was a delay. Yeah, and then and then they started our intro, and you know, I knew we we had a certain amount of time to play. We you know we played within our bracket, and I got you know got the hell out of there. Um, I, I came off stage, changed clothes. I got on my motorcycle and rode back toward Atlanta. Uh, uh, I made it out, out into like Little Rock, Arkansas, and crashed out for a while, and then got up and rode on into Atlanta. And when I got back to Atlanta, my road crew said that the guy was just trashed. I guess he was like just having a, a on a binge or something, and was blaming us because his everything had gotten pushed back. <laughs> and and uh, you know, I don't. And um, and I guess my road crew was way upset about him saying negative stuff and everything but man i don't know i hear i hear i guess he's he had he's got some maybe he's got some issues or drinking or something i don't know uh, i don't even know the guy if you put it if you ask me to point him out in the lineup i don't even know who you're talking about but um but again it's I, i'm just i from what i heard and uh you know from what people tell me i think he was just having a bad night with uh drinking and stuff so i just kind of wrote it off as somebody because i've had nights where i didn't <laughs> where 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 the 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 alcohol got the dark side of you, but uh, so I just kind of wrote it off as bless his heart, you know. So you 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 taking the high road on it, and in your opinion, what you did, you didn't do anything wrong. You played within the bracket of time you were told to play. Well, goddamn, you you were there. What the hell did I do? I mean, I, just, I went out there and played, and got you know, got out and did right. our thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, and then speaking of drinking, real quick, how's your bourbon doing, man? Um, the bourbon's doing great. I mean, we, I just released a brand new single barrel Tennessee whiskey and, and, 
uh, it was, I mean, it's, it's doing really great. Uh, it's in select states, but the, the regular bourbon, the honey bourbon, spice bourbon, that's, we're, you know, well over 100, almost 130,000 cases moved now in about a little less than five years. So doing great, man. It's, you know, it's, it's something I'm proud of and, and we're enjoying doing it. And, and, uh, you know, I'm up here in Sturgis at the Full Throttle Saloon right now. We're getting ready for, getting ready for the big 77th annual Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, um, uh, starting out on August 4th. And, uh, and it's going to be a great year. I mean, we can tell already. It's just going to be going to be great out here. We got an Olympic size swimming pool. We've got a grocery store. We've got, you know, three hundred cabins, RV hookups. It's just, I mean, and then the full throttle saloon set right in the middle of all of it. You know, so with the largest stage in all of South Dakota. And uh, you can go to Pappy Hoyle Campground, P A P P Y H O E L Campground dot com, and uh, check out the uh, check out the you know the, if you want to check out the, the grounds and everything right at the base of Bear Butte, beautiful mountain. So. Well, I'll tell you what, man, I haven't had a chance to tell you this, but I'm going to be out there for like a day and a half um, working on a, a, a project, and I'll, I'll fill you in, but um, I'll definitely look you up because I'm actually going to be – now, you're playing – Jackal actually plays at the Full Throttle on August 10th. And, yeah, the Thursday night, yeah. But and, if you need a place to stay or something, let me know. I think I'm set, but I, I should be there that day. So we, we might be getting a little gasoline and – and sawdust going again. <laughs> so, I'd love, I'd, love to have, I'd love to have you, man. Okay, the door is always open for all the states. Come on. All right. And then uh, everybody check out jackal.com. Find out the dates. You've got uh, shows running through August, September. You've even got some November and December dates already announced on the schedule throughout the rest of the year. Always a great time when you go see this band play live and uh, a killer band and killer front man in, in Jesse James Dupree. Congratulations on 25 years, man. Really, really cool. And uh, it's good to see a band after all those years still doing it so well. So congrats. Well, I appreciate you, Eddie. And thanks for always, you know, carrying the flag just in general for rock and definitely for, you know, for, for always, you know, being out and being part of what we do. So thank you so much. And uh, thanks for letting let me spread the word about the check. Check out the Jackal 25 CD, folks, and we'll see you uh, next week here in Sturgis. Check out jackal.com for the tour dates. Rock me, roll me, jackal me off. Trunk Nation, still alive and killing. Thank you, brother. See you soon. Always fun to have Jesse in. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him and Jackal at Rocklahoma, where they really, really excel and have some great fans out there for them. Should be a lot of fun with them and all the bands Memorial Weekend. Looking forward to hosting my 11th Rocklahoma Year 11 in 2019. Can't wait. See you all in prior. And uh, thanks to Jesse for dropping by the New York City Sirius XM Studios. Again, all the shows or all the interviews here on the podcast originate from my radio shows on Sirius XM. Be sure to listen to them Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time, Channel 106, Volume. That's where you'll catch me live. The replay every night, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern, and on demand anytime you want. And the interview you just heard actually came from a bonus show I do most Mondays on Sirius XM Channel 39. Uh, check out uh, Jesse all over the place touring with his band Jackal. Check out his bourbon. He gave me a couple bottles. As you heard, it's really, really good. No joke. And uh, again, look for him at Rocklahoma or out there on the road, wherever. Uh, thanks to Katie Irizarry. She's the producer of the Eddie Trunk Podcast. I'll catch you guys again next Thursday for another all-new episode, always free, podcastone.com and iTunes.
keep up with all the latest scandals? Supposed question. Then it's time to check out Reasonable Doubt on Podcast One. I was going to unleash a torrent on anybody who was who was violating attorney-client privilege. I was pissed. Join world-renowned criminal defense lawyer Mark Garagos as he reviews the latest in our nation's most high-profile legal cases with Podcast King Adam Carolla. Well, then we're circling back to MJ. Okay, because <laughs> I, I I'm not I'm not done with that. Download new episodes of Reasonable Doubt every Saturday on Podcast One. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.